Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the Pose After Show. We are the House of Pose. Now listen, I got a couple questions. Was that a condom or a beige nipple over Miss Norman's house? Are Angel and Poppy finding love in a hopeless place? And um, I'm sorry, Damon and Ricky. What's going on? Pretty Ricky. Things could get ugly. We're going to talk about it, so stay tuned with us. Pose Season 2, Episode 7. Blow. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back to our Pose After Show. Hey, everybody. We're blowing you some kisses today. Exactly. You know what? I wasn't even thinking about that when I did it. I was just like, I love you. Thank you for watching. I was over here blowing glitter all over all of you. If I had brought baby powder, I would have used it as a prop and pretended it was cocaine. You know what? I'm done. What are you, Destiny's Child? No, I'm not playing that. Johnson & Johnson. Destiny's Child, white chicks. No, Johnson & Johnson's has been known to that have some cancer going on in that talcum powder. So Ooh. we're not going to be doing that. Talk yeah. about it. I've been paying attention to the news. Come on, health reasons. <laughs> so you guys, I'm also sure that you see this lovely pup here in my lap. He is mine. And he is also a new member of the house of Pose. So okay. we're just we're not going to mind him. He's he's uh, still going through the audition process. But uh, he's a temporary <laughs> house of Pose. He hasn't members. walked a ball yet, so we exactly. don't know. Exactly. Yeah. So he's, once he makes the cut, we'll see. I think he's going to win for puppy realness, personally. Ooh. I love Puppy realness. Yes. Here for it. And thumbs up for puppies. Uh, But guys, thank you so much for joining us. I am Jamie Gray, and I to my left, I have Marielle Turner. Hey, girl. Hey, so great to be back. Yes, we have a full panel finally. Yay. Right. Everybody's yeah. back. Exactly. <laughs> now, to your left, we have Brendan. Hey. hey, hey. Brendan, Haley. How you doing? Yes. Okay. And then, of course, to his left, we got Miss Shauna O. Y'all know that's me. Yes. What's up, y'all? The All episode right. was amazing. Was it, though? I think so. All right. Well, we'll get into it. Y'all know I'm it. the Paula Abdul of this, of this panel. Everything you was are. I know. She's you like, are. I feel like I'm progressively becoming the Simon Cowell. I'm just like, no. <laughs> you know, and I think that's good though. That's like why we we review this show. We want to yeah. agree to disagree. But you guys have a lot more to look forward to. Like Shauna's got our news and gossip. Brendan has so much with the fashion, and um, Marielle's got our live chat. So if you're in the live chat and you're like, I want to be seen, I want to be heard, hit her up. Okay. So let's get into this episode. Was this episode really all about a condom? Yeah. Condoms and coke. Yeah. I want to know what the pitch meeting was like. Were they? <laughs> were they like, hey guys, hey FX. I'm thinking condoms this week. <laughs> like the biggest condom you could ever see. Huge. Huge. Um, you know what? Okay, so we know that Miss Norman told lies to page six. Blanc and the girls felt some type of way about it. Um, but yeah, overall, the episode, it seemed like it was about a condom. But like overall, what were your thoughts on this episode? Like, for me, I was like, it was okay. You said it was awesome, Brendan. I thought that there were a lot of concepts that could have been really cool to play around with, but it it, I'm going to be honest, it kind of fell flat. And it's not for any particular fault of the performances. I think it was mainly because it was about a condom, and when it wasn't, <laughs> it was about things that were never really resolved. It was just sort of like a slice of life. Yeah, um, I agree. I think the condom story was just kind of 
a filler and yeah. it didn't really need to be there because there was so much more going on than it I wasn't thought. even full we didn't see it fully erect yes that's <laughs> true. can i say that on air <laughs> Yeah, you can see erect. Yeah, it looked, it looked like, as Jamie said, a nipple. So. It did, though. I was like, even when it was blowing up, I was like, nipple. That's <laughs> it. it does I not think look they were like... trying to prove a point that um, old girl was not as stiff and horrid as she thought she was. Mm. So it didn't it didn't inflate all the way, but that's okay. They came together to make it happen. <laughs> and what true. I liked about it was Y'all that it was... breaking me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> about how stiff and hard. No, I know. Listen, when I say hard, you guys, I mean... Stiff and You hard. know, she's just not a good... She wasn't a good person. She deserved that. I feel like the neighbor said she was going to call the police just simply because she saw some people that looked a little different. But I like the fact that they came together for non-violent protesting. Like, there's so many ways for you to be an active, uh, you know, to be an advocate for the things that you believe in without having to go be violent or go to jail or remove yourself from your everyday life. So I feel like they came together for something good. Well said. And, you know, I can't even I can't even trip on them. They did their thing. All right, Paula. Right. Okay, Paula. <laughs> uh, speaking of Paula, I love how they played straight up during this episode, too. Straight up, now tell me. Yeah. You know, they were like, y'all were bored just oh, yesterday. Oh, you know the oh. lyrics? <laughs> I know the lyrics just... Okay, not, t- not tonight. Um, okay, I, I honestly could have done without this segment in the episode. With the condom, it's just like, okay, like, after Candy died two episodes ago, I just kind of seemed like it has fallen flat. Um, Actually, I'm sorry, that was three episodes ago that she had passed away. Or was it two? I think it was two... Because we're in episode episode seven, so we now have three episodes left. I want to say it was two episodes ago because me and Brittany were here last week, and then we missed the week before. Mm -hmm. So it's probably been three episodes since. Anyway, mm-hmm. Candy, Candy, you know, she's the ghost of Christmas past or devil's advocate. But, yeah, I feel like I just could have done without this whole condom talking because I just didn't see, like, the purpose. You want to, you know, get revenge and get even. But good for you. Like, I just, I wasn't wowed by this entire thing. I think it would have worked better as a tactic in the storyline if they had shown more of the payoff. Because we only got one scene with Miss Norman and all of that buildup and bulking of that storyline, it didn't really come to much. It but came to a threat. We don't know yet because they did have some like news cameras there and stuff like that. It reminds me of like, remember, wrap it up. Like 1-800, all that stuff, oh wrap God, it up yes. on 106 and Park and all the yeah. celebrities yeah. are like, wrap it up. It reminds me of that and how it like started, maybe in its grassroots where it's like, we will get the news out here and we will put out a message for everyone and we're going to get our message across. You're going so much farther back. Like I grew up in the era of don't risk it. Wrap your biscuit. <laughs> I like that too. Which, uh, yeah. I know they were wrong for that. I'm definitely calling myself out for being a YouTube baby, um, even though I was born in the mid 90s. <laughs> so, I guess I'll just call myself out because I'm talking about wrap it up, and that was W R A P. I remember it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I remember it. I remember Diddy the most being like wrap it up. I remember Diddy was also like vote, vote, vote or die. Yeah, vote or die. Okay, that's like 2004 ish. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's probably the grassroots of like TV activism and utilizing the media and these news companies for what you need to get out there. Mm-hmm. I guess. I, I think my issue is that it seems very, like, PSA type mm-hmm. of thing, and it's just like, we put on this condom on the house, and now, you know, we're we're well, on this journey, it was, and it, it was just it, a little too much. It was Lulu's <laughs> speech that really did yeah. it for me, because yeah. I could have I could have just looked the other way and let it happen, but then Lulu got real preachy. It wasn't Lulu, it was the showrunners. I'm sorry, you guys, I love you guys, but, like, it was you guys. Um, just doling out the message. That's not a great tactic. If you want to talk about a meaning or have something be impactful to an audience, you don't say what it's about. 
You don't, yeah. You don't go you out there and be like, and we did a thing. Okay, I got to <laughs> jump in the chat. Christopher says, that storyline was about giving the kids something to fight for. So I think That's he thinks beautiful. that we're not, you got to think broader here. Yeah. Wait, like wait, Shana. Wait, when you say we, uh, <clears throat> well, <laughs> I think three, three, three out of four. Three out of four. <laughs> I will say, I did like the idea that they're all sort of in a bad place and they need something to rally together with and uh, fight with and find find the fire in their lives again, essentially. But I was just not a fan. Can I say one opinion. more thing? Okay, one more positive thing about this. Did you notice, it's kind of like, because Pray Tell is kind of like the dad of the house. Mom, daddy. The daddy. I don't know. The dad of the house. And do you see how they kind of came together? It's almost like when your kids get really sad. Well, I guess you guys don't have kids, but when kids get really sad, you might have to come up with a plan. So I like how they came together, like, okay, let's get them busy. Let's, like, make, give them a project. And it didn't even have to be the most important project. They were willing to do it with them, and they distracted them and got them back on track for hope, like like they mm-hmm. said, you know? But also, what else are they going to do? Like, Damon, they're not really paying rent like they should be. He's not take, he's not teaching dance classes no more at the Y. Right. Um, Lulu, which, I mean, I think she's just really affected by Candy's death, so they reel her in. And then Damon, I mean, he basically is has no house so they're all kind yeah. of all under Blanca again so it's like they had no choice I like that they were able to round them up to do something with themselves but I was over the kind of situation regardless of what you guys say in the live chat I was just like I get it it was for a cause fighting for you know the, the disease that was going around but it was lackluster for me so <laughs> and by the way I want to say that Lulu I believe she was dealing with survivor's remorse because mm-hmm. it is real like I feel like she felt like well why didn't I go I was the one that really wasn't responsible Candy was way more responsible than I wasn't taking care of things so this kind of gave her an idea of actually I can do something and I'm not I'm, I'm supposed to be on this earth because I'm still here right and I do think that the episode for maybe possibly being a little lacking in the front it made up for in the end there was a lot more to talk about and a lot more um, at play play and at risk I think mm-hmm. yeah I definitely love the storylines towards the end and I just wish the episode had focused a little more on fleshing those out and kind of steered away from uh, the condom gate condom. but you know it was, yeah. it was cool condom it was gate. fun it was condom good gate. <laughs> well, I said what I had to say but uh, before we get to the next topic Mario what else you got for us um, so before we move on, we just wanted to thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. And for us to continue to grow, we could really use your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, give us a five star rating. Only five. Nothing else works. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. Obviously, I'm in the chat right now. I see you guys all in there. So make sure to give us your opinions. Being part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us, and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love to do. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep on enjoying our shows. Yes, thank you guys seriously for watching. Um, Okay, so next, Angel and Poppy. Ooh, little Angel. This was a bittersweet moment. I'm so happy they're finally together and going for it because they're so adorable, but also there might be a little trouble in paradise with the... With the name cocaine. No. Yeah, cocaine. you know what? It, and it's in the words of Pray Tell, I'm not going to say I told you so, even though I told you so. It's like we <laughs> wanted their relationship to be great, but it's like it didn't. I'm starting to see that it might go downhill. And this is why I said, like, are, are they finding love in a hopeless place? Because it's like the drugs all of a sudden, which I mean, okay, well, they took the drugs and then they got it on. And all of a sudden, I love you. I love you. More than once, honey. I thought you were brother and sister at first. Let's take it easy. They're still in the thralls of euphoria at that point. Yeah. Also, Angel was clearly talking to Poppy's butt. 
<laughs> Did you see it? Did you see that booty? I mean, it was poking a little bit. It was so cute. It was just a little boop, boop, boop. It yeah. was. It was. A, um, I think that there is genuine love there. I think it's just like you mix in cocaine and drugs. And of course, you're going to be like, this is the love of my life. Yeah. While it may just be like a puppy love kind of thing. I do think that they really care for each other. And even, I would say, love each other. But it, that's 100% the drugs talking. Yeah. Okay, so this is what I think. First of all, I wrote down, it's official! Woohoo! Angel and Poppy are a couple. Little Angel does exist. Pangelista, Pangel, however you want to call them. There are too many shit names. (laughs) Seriously, they're using all the names. Okay, so Pan, Pan, all that. But I wrote that even though, and I know some of you are going to have to agree with me because, like, that's just how it goes. Even though we've been waiting, somehow it still felt a little rushed. Am I wrong? No, I Didn't agree it with seem you. Because like, we've been waiting for this long, drawn-out thing, and then it's just like one day she just pops up and does breakfast in bed, which, by the way, he deserves. He has been supportive. But it's, like, weird to me that she just, but there's this breakfast in bed thing. She's all so into him. She gets this call. She makes him her boyfriend. And then it's like, now where she convinces him it's medicine and they're doing drugs now. It's just yeah. all happened like a whirlwind a little bit too fast for me. And I think that the way you start is the way you end. And so it happened fast. So it's going to end fast. Sorry. Mm. I'm sad about it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think them finally getting together was, it was time for that. Mm-hmm. But I do think it escalated from like, okay, now we're official to now we're in love yeah. and we're doing cocaine together. And, you know, it did jump really fast through the episode, but I think them actually getting together, it's time. You know, I just feel like it was time. They're both so inexperienced. Like, even with the whole situation, the way that they showed up at the place and the way that he was talking, hey, I'm Esteban, I just wanted to thank you for... It's just like... I also had no idea who they were talking about at first. (laughs) I'm so used to calling him Poppy. Me too. (laughs) He's like, you're bringing out my government name. I was like, yes, get ghetto at the function. I like that. (laughs) I like that. He was himself. Yeah, I mean, and so was Angel for a sense too, because she was like, hold on, what did she say? But, I mean, before we go into that, congrats to Angel, because she's the newbie Baby girl, okay, let me get my fan out. Okay, you get one Nicole Kidman clap. You get my <laughs> fingertip clap. <laughs> um, so yeah, congrats to her. Um, just with this whole VIP party, but when she told Poppy, she was like, "It's medicine." I said, "What in the Adam and Eve? Like, what are you doing, girl? This is you gross. know that, Adam and Steve. But Poppy, you knew. Poppy used to sell drugs, so you mean to tell me you don't know what that is? They know what they're doing. And it, just, it disappointed me that they got into that so freely and that it was sticking. Because even when um, we saw later in the episode, Damon catches them in the act. And, you know, he got mad at... Well, he gave Angel this look like, dang, why'd you throw out the cocaine like out the window? You didn't notice that? Like, he, he looked at her like... Is, are they addicted already? I mean, I think so. Uh, I mean, they already brought it home, you I know? I do feel like it was, it was free. very much pushing the characters in a in a direction that wasn't natural but we also haven't been spending a lot of time with them in the last couple episodes right so it could be that but also um i I don't know it just didn't feel it didn't feel like them so i'm thinking maybe something else is going on we haven't seen the full picture may i don't know maybe i'm I'm trying to find i'm trying to find hope in this yeah yeah um i think for the pharmaceutical thing even that, it was like, okay, you can still get addicted to drugs that doctors prescribe you. I don't know, like, yeah. that whole, like, oh, it's not drugs, it's medicine. And I know it's before, like, Oxy and all of that became such an issue like it is today, but it's still, like, the drugs right. that doctors prescribe you drug. can, yeah, are Angel, still drugs. For Angel, it could also be the pressure of being successful and climbing the social ladder because that's very real. Right. And the I higher actually, up you get, the more pressure is put on you to do things that you might not be comfortable already, with. True. Like, I actually saw a tweet from 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 um, 
Angel, who like India Moore, who yeah. says that you know in Angel's defense, all she saw were successful and rich people doing this, and mm-hmm. so she felt like this was I've arrived. This is I made it. So that I kind of get that. That does yeah, make that sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, Rashonda in the chat says they are too poor for coke. They took it in a little goodie bag, and that's why Poppy was mad. Like, that's the le- even Damon said that's expensive. Like, he knew. So, which I love how Damon in this situation was like the good child of the house. He was like, mm-hmm. now you know, mother would not approve. So, I like that they're checking each other. It's mm-hmm. a mini um, MJ Rodriguez. Yeah, yes, for sure. He's, so cute. he's, he's her beca- first child. Yeah, he's becoming so that much more true. like his mom. You know what? I will also say, I. I liked seeing Angel in this scene because I think for Pose, at least, or from what I've seen, this is the first sexual situation we've seen versus season one. Like, we saw Angel in the bed with Stan, but they were not doing anything really sexual where you're like, oh, they're having sex. This is the first time where we're like, they're having some sort of intercourse, intercourse right of, that we, from what we know. It just looked a little more steamier than, than other scenes and other seasons. So what do you guys think? I think that also prompted more I love yous. Um, we know that <laughs> love can be like a drug as well, you know, and especially if you're not, you know, con- if you're connected with that person and you're not very much used to that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, before she's been doing all this stuff on the bridges and on the piers, but this is real. This is like, I'm looking at you in your eyes. I'm moving your hair out of your face. All of those things that, romantic things that people want to feel. I agree so. with that. And I think emphasizing that very same point, it's more of an artistic choice because when she was with Stan... It's supposed to be a little isolated and a little bit awkward and a little separated. And you can see that in the muted tones of, like, her apartment that he buys her. Whereas with this, it's very rich and, like, earth-tony mm-hmm. and red. And yeah. Yeah. Um, that can also be attributed to um, the night out on the club or whatever. But it definitely paints a different picture. So I think it would be something more artistic. Yeah, I really love seeing, like, the intimacy, because I mm-hmm. think, and the acting, I think, was phenomenal in this episode, because you can really see, especially in that scene, now, could have been the cocaine, but <laughs> they seem... Blame it on the cocaine! <laughs> they seem, like, very much in love and mm-hmm. connected, um, and I think it's important to show those kind of images on TV, you know, exactly. that there can be that kind of intimacy in, a, like, a multitude of relationships. So. Yeah, and, and that's why I brought it up, because we don't see that. You know, like, unless you guys are watching something else, but, like, you do not see this on daytime or, you know, primetime television where they are showing you a trans person in a sexual situation where you can actually tell, oh, they're probably having some sort of intercourse. So I think that was very eye-opening to show that. Kind of like I remember even with other shows where they finally showed, you know, gay people kissing. These, It's a, mo- you know, they're, they're making strides. And so I think that was... Good to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Now, let's get into Daddy, a.k.a. Pray Tell, and Pretty Ricky. <laughs> Things feel like they're getting really ugly, ugly for Ricky. Um, you know, he was one of my favorites last season. And this season, it's he's not, has not been a favorite, unfortunately. Only to um, look at. Yeah, I mean, he part. is fine to look at. He has a great smile, great body. But he's feeling Pray Tell, apparently, because he sees that Pray Tell is moisturized. So I'm just wondering, like, you guys, when I saw this, first of all, when he said, like, oh, like, um, what, well, when he said he was like, I, I, what if I like daddies? I said, Ricky, Ricky. It's like he has no values. He has no morals. He just does not care. 
Damon literally dodged a bullet, but what were you guys' thoughts just on Ricky and Praytel and that that whole situation on the bed? No lies detected from what you said. Yeah. I seriously was taken aback. I gripped my imaginary <laughs> pearls. I thought maybe the first time... See, Mary... So, Mario. Mm-hmm. I, I always call her that. But Mario made a reaction face, and that made me think, like, wait a second. Did he just flirt with him? Because at first mm-hmm. I was all innocent about it. Like, oh, la, la, la. <laughs> He's talking about a skincare routine and... But it was a little tinge of like a flirt in that hotel room. Do you guys hear well, that? Well, w- yeah, no, it's it's as you said. There were a few moments throughout the episode where they were having this kind of interaction, mm-hmm. which seemingly came out of nowhere. I actually, and I don't mean to be a negative Nancy, talk about on it. this topic, Tell but us. we do not need another narrative for gay men where the younger and the older characters. Um, fetishize each other. I think there's so many... Yeah, there's so much beauty in their relationship. And Praetel is, in his words, an elder. So he's... His job right now is to teach everyone and to help people avoid the problems and the things that he might have done or, you know, avoid getting AIDS. And I just do not... As as a as an LGBT viewer, I, I really did not like the fact that it became it became something sexual it's totally fine in any context of course but it's a narrative that we see constantly and it's promoted so often especially in like porn and all sorts of Mm -hmm. stuff so like we just didn't we didn't need that right do you feel like it matches Ricky's character though to where he would say something like that where it's just like it's Ricky I mean yes ish (laughs) I have like I have two points that I think are really important to make one about the last episode where we discovered Praytel's um, molestation, mm-hmm. I do think that sometimes that can manifest itself. Not saying that Ricky is a minor or anything like mm-hmm. that, but just that tendency to to go beyond your impulse of being like, no, this is not right. It's like, well, you know, we could. And then on top of that, um, Ricky is searching. He's yeah. constantly been searching. And I'm totally not dissing, you know, dating people or you know sleeping with people who are different ages. I think that's beautiful. It's just those situations. It's just those situations, yeah. and especially for the two characters. Like it came out of nowhere. I like them better as a mentor and a student rather yeah. than uh, compatible sexual partners or relationship partners. Ooh. Yeah, I I hated it to be honest. Me too. Like I and then <laughs> I saw in the preview he said I took a lover and they showed like a shot of him holding a hand. Didn't show who it was. Like I don't think that it fits. Praytel's character at all because he's been so much about mentoring and the children and I'm an elder and I want them to grow and and to avoid the pit traps that I took and so I cannot see how anything could happen with Ricky it just doesn't make sense to me and I like you guys I very much prefer them to be like father son or mentor mentee and not a sexual relationship same. Right. It does show how you can fall into the pitfalls, though. The traps of vulnerable people. Do we feel that Praytel's going to fall for it and and mess with Ricky, or no? I think he is. <sighs> I think he, he might at least once. It, it, it's kind of hard to know. tell, because why would they introduce the concept without making good on it at some point in the show? That seems to be how most narratives go. It's, it's hard, though, because even the previews, like it's hard to tell. Um, but I will say this. I feel like if they did... There could be a specific reason. When we... Okay, so let's just get into it. Ricky finds out that he is HIV positive, unfortunately. (gasps) Okay? I wasn't shocked. Were you? 
I knew it was coming. Mm, yeah. Either yeah. for him or Damon. Was it was going to be one of them. Yeah. It makes sense that it would be. It like makes, I mean, Ricky, <laughs> he's been wandering since we since last season. He even said on his paperwork that he had had sex with the same sex partners without condoms right. many times. So it was a given. And we knew he's a little nasty, okay? He's a little freak. Um, so I think that's, you know, what just happened. But I think when Ricky said, I'm going to die, whoa. I think what he's thinking, what else do I have to live for? I'm going to die anyway. So when they got close like that, it's like he's probably like, F it, pray tell, what's up? And pray tell, he has HIV and AIDS. His ex-lovers, both of them, the guy that he uh, met at the ball last season, he died, and then his ex-lover also died. So he's probably like, what else do I have to lose? Well, that's Mm. where I really want to see them come together as not in any way romantic. I just want to see them work through their shared trauma. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see them build each other up. I even maybe want to see um, Billy Porter mentor Pretty Ricky and make him the next MC of the mm, ballroom. That would be cool. He he needs to bring it though. We'll see. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, he again, have I was personality. not. I was I wasn't shocked. Um, but I'm hoping the best for them. But also, I want to get into this as well. Just another theory. So when Angel and Poppy go into her shoot the next day. For, to go see Miss Ford, okay? Miss Ford with the red hair. She's walking in hungover, looking a mess, mascara all over her face, and she's two hours late because of her partying. <clears throat> Who do we think gave her the cocaine? Because we were having this discussion where we think, was it the guy that took the, the pictures of her before, a couple episodes ago, or was it the guy that was just at the nightclub, a completely different character? I think it was just the guy at the nightclub. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, the guy at the nightclub gave her the cocaine, but I was on the post Twitter, and the photographer at the end was the one who took her pictures. Remember that? Like, remember okay, they so beat him that's up? that's who we saw at the yes, end? Yeah. Okay, because that's what I was wondering if that was the guy that gave her cocaine who was like, okay, was that a setup? Yeah, because look exactly the, the same. But that's they, the guy from the pictures, according to the post Twitter. Handle. Okay, so. well, then it must be official. Wow. So then there we go. That's another prediction, which we'll have to save. The episode was crazy. I won't say that it was horrible, but I will say that compared to the others, it was a little bit lackluster, and I'm hoping for it was just a, a little more excitement. Yeah, but again, that's my opinion. I said what I said. Like, mm-hmm. I just wanted it to be a little bit better. You guys might like it. Express your opinions. Uh, but let's get into our special segments, okay? So, Brendan, what you got for us? Well, this week, I actually wanted to point out a little tidbit on fashion uh, that... Our girl Shauna pointed out to me, and it is that, uh, not Ricky, um, Poppy's outfit in the club scene that they go to, Nell's, is actually inspired by uh, Bobby Brown, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. You guys know Bobby B was like the hottest for the 90s. He was doing it way big, and I find it very funny that they did that when they were doing the cocaine. What were they trying to say about (laughs) Bobby and Whitney? It's a shame. I will also say for the night, because I want to ask all of you this, favorite outfit of the night for oh. me was Electra. Do you guys have any? I mean, she was serving. I mean, looks. did you see that? She had a parasol. Yeah. She called a, a white lady white bread. That I'm good. <laughs> yeah, when she did she called her Wonder Bread. I was cracking that. Oh, yeah, I think another one was cool. like a, a bottom hug hugger hoe, whatever, whatever. Anyway, funny quotes. Um, I would say my favorite outfit is probably Lulu when she was going to that dominatri- dominatrix scene with oh. Electra. Which Electra was like, Did you not learn your lesson? Like you're going back, but I mean, hey, you gotta just cover it up and just act like nothing happened. More importantly, how are you gonna get money? That do you need to give out her secu- like social security to collect the? I don't know. <laughs> I just want to make sure Lulu's getting paid. I'm sure she is. Okay. She's like, I'm not doing this for free. 
Not at all. Uh, she was getting the, she was uh securing the investment. Yeah. Yeah. For what they needed. Okay. Um I would say favorite Spank outfit. Bank it, bank it. <laughs> <laughs> um I I loved Electra's outfit, but I also really liked Angel's outfit in the club. Like I felt like yes. it was sexy but also kind of covered. I got a little bit of breakfast at Tiffany's with it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love the side boobs yeah, going with the afro type. Yeah, thing. with the fro. I, I just thought it. it came together very nicely. So props to you, Angel. Shana, yes. what about it, you? You know what? I'm going to go with Angel as well when she was doing her breakfast in bed look. Oh. I really felt like it was like um a kept woman. Who was just like, yes, okay, I'm here, I'm home, I do everything, any questions? And I, I felt the energy of that, and I thought they were going to get it on right then and there. Oh, cool, so, cool. Y'all know that's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys in the comments, hit us up, let us know yes, what favorite outfit you couple. guys have this week. Yeah, all right, Shauna, what's our news and gossip, girl? Okay, well, let me just bring it on you. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all know it's me with the news and gossip. I just wanted to start off and say I'm sorry I wasn't here last week, and I know we missed the trivia question, so let me just go ahead and start with it. Last week, the trivia question was, which major production was our girl MJ Rodriguez a part of that got her her big break before Pose? And I want to say, if you said the answer was Rent, then tens across the board for you, Ara Davis. You are the first person to answer that question. Get it, Ara. you deserve tens across the board, girl. Okay, and this week, I'm going to hit you guys, since this episode was full of shade, I'm going to hit you guys with two of Pray Tell's reads from season one. I want to know. Who are two people that Pray Tell read when he said these one-liners in season one? Are you ready? Let's listen. He said, flexibility and rhythm cannot be bought. Have a seat. And he also said, you need to stop selling your booty hole for quarters. Who did he say that to? Give me two characters. I want to know who he said that oh, to. Okay. I, I, I am sweating. That no was, hints, guys. You put you put character into those. Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, tell me who in the world Pray Tell was reading. Um, then moving on to our comment of the week. Usually I do a tweet of the week, but I wanted to jump into the comments this week um, for the episode last week. Trey Teal told us, so if you didn't catch it, the scene where Pray Tell is speaking to the older man about forgiveness, that was taken from Billy Porter's real life. He did an op-ed piece where he spoke about the molestation he received by his stepfather and the struggle he had within his family and finally telling his mother and how she reacted. I found it to be a very powerful scene. Thank you. That is some great information because we now know that Billy Porter is pulling from his own life, you know, Mm -hmm. to portray this role. I also believe that op-ed is from my work. Okay, the advocate. If uh, if is, anyone wants to find it there, <clears throat> which is wonderful. So, basically, follow him on all social media, and you can find out about any and everything. <laughs> okay, so thank you for that. Next, let's jump right into our news and gossip. The first thing I want to let you guys know is that our lovely and dear Stephen Canals was featured on the Peabody Awards as Peabody Presents yes. Stories of the Year, alongside other award winners for an in-depth conversation on powerful storytelling, which we all know he does. If you want to check it out, you can go to fxnetworks.com. It's actually a really compelling watch, and I encourage all of you to check it out. He's on there speaking all proper and looking all good. Okay, (laughs) next let's jump into our girl MJ Rodriguez. I want to let you know that she actually received two nominations for Best Drama Actress and Breakthrough Performer of the Year by Gold Derby TV Awards. So she is actually head over heels in love with the fact that she is nominated for those things and she responded to them with love. Congratulations, Snacks. We love you, Mother. And one more about our girl, our love, um, MJ Rodriguez. 
I don't know if you guys know this, but another woman we admire on this panel, everyone love Gabrielle Union around here? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Absolutely. Yes, yes. I think she's wonderful and a diva. And she does a WCW every week. And last week was our very own mother of the House of Pose and Evangelista. <clears throat> and um, she was actually the chosen one. She said, today's WCW is MJ Rodriguez. I met MJ a couple years ago, and from the second we saw each other, we hugged like long-lost friends. She is an incredible culture-shifting talent that demands attention. How wonderful is that? And she also has more below. So you can check Gabrielle Union's Twitter and you can see the love that she has given our mother. And our mother sweetly responded, thank you, sis. I feel the very same about you. Mutual. It's very, very mutual. So I'm I'm just happy to announce that everyone's getting along. All of our women and are coming together and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I'm also going to yeah. piggyback on that and say MJ has some of the fiercest home looks this season. <laughs> home looks? I don't know. That, those overalls <laughs> like with the striped shirt? No. Like, oh, <laughs> although, I could be here for a caftan or a muumuu. Okay, okay. Always. I was wondering. I was like, how old? And a head wrap. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you know Yes. yes. I, I do. do you a little fancy body. You said home and I know what to wear at home. All right. Thank you, guys. Oh, I don't have enough. I don't I don't have anything else. Yeah, this is it. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, Y'all want more? <laughs> well, Make we'll have more up. next week. I'm excited for that. But you guys, all right, predictions. Like, what do we think is going to happen? Right now, I don't know. Hmm. No. But get this brains rolling. All right. Brendan, you got something? I already do. Go for okay. it. Sue Sylvester is going to bring the Glee Club <laughs> To New York, back in time, and challenge Damon at regionals. No, uh, Damon is clearly doing some sort of final showcase or a regional situation. So I think we're going to see a lot more uh, Damon-heavy episodes in the next week or so. Um, I'm thinking, since he's on the uptick and calling people out for doing cocaine and all sorts of stuff, I think that we can see a brighter future for him, whether that means going on tour or mothering, nursing, Ricky. I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot more Damon. Okay, mm. I can see that. Um, Let's see. I very sadly predict that Ricky and Praytel are going to hook up. Mm. And I also think it's going to crush Damon. Um, And it's just like, why do that to the poor boy? But... I do think they're probably going to um, end up hooking up. I agree with you that Damon is on the up and up career-wise. I think he's going to have some kind of major performance or showcase or something um, to show off his dance skills. Mm-hmm. I think Angel is going to really jeopardize her career with this whole drug thing and her relationship with Poppy. I don't see that ending well. And I think she may, let's just say, end up going to rehab or getting some kind of help for her partying. Um, and I do think that MJ might get some revenge for putting the condom on the house. Because she mm-hmm. did say, you know, I know people, be careful when you come out late at night. So I don't think we can forget about that. That might come back to bite her. I'm worried about mm-hmm. her getting uh, me too. Um, bashed. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't shock me because she's no. truly evil, the landlord. So Yeah. Same. I personally have um <clears throat> I want to focus on Ricky and Praytel as well. I think that sadly they are gonna hook up and that it's gonna cause not only Damon to be crushed, but Blanca as well to have to come to his defense. I think that Blanca's been such a good mom that Angel's actually gonna probably come to her and come clean about what she's doing and she may be able to help them. Because you know, Blanca's always the one to come to even when you really don't feel like you can um electra is definitely trying to do something like that's why she invested in lulu she's willing to do that because she wants to come back and kill the game at the balls so i'm looking forward to those looks i'm looking forward to all of that <laughs> and let me think about the last thing i want to say um popping angel 
I don't know. I love y'all, but you, you can't be doing drugs, okay? No, say no to drugs, okay? Because you guys don't know if the feelings are real or not, and neither do we. You're playing with our emotions. Stop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a very good that's way about it. it. <laughs> yes, Shauna. Okay. All right, okay. I have a lot. Um, just from all of you guys, I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Let me type some more. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, where do I even start? Okay. Since Ricky has the disease now, has HIV, it is possible that Damon has it too because I feel like we did hear them talk about not using condoms at one point right and yeah. it was this season mm-hmm. so there's that and Chris Chris mm-hmm. got it from oh, oh yeah Chris no. had it and then he, didn't Chris pass away didn't they, he no say? Chris is, is called him crying because yeah, he got crying. it but he only like gave him head but oh yeah he said he only said yeah got it got it you yeah know, but he has they it didn't know, but they didn't know how you got it then so it was just like you know so I feel like been. Damon possibly has it he's probably gonna get a big break dancing and then possibly he'll you know Get be sick. diagnosed and then get sick and pass out, pull up, pray tell. Um, now, with Electra, I was like, oh, maybe she'll get in trouble, you know, with the whole body situation. But if it's like Dorian Corey, maybe they won't find out until way later. Mm-hmm. So maybe the finale or next season, since we're approved for season three. Um, let's see. Angel, I feel like Angel's going to be in trouble with this guy, with a photographer guy, or it's going to affect Poppy some way, somehow. And Blanca, I feel like she's going to get hurt. Just because, I mean, she she tried that lady on the news with her house, on her property, and she's giving you property to have your shop. It doesn't look good. Nope. But let us know your predictions in the live chat. But, I mean, we're about to end, so let us know in the comments. Like, comment, subscribe. We love you for watching. But before you go, we got to let you know where to find us. So, Mario, we'll start with you. You can find me at Mario underscore Turner on all social media accounts. And you can find me, Brendan Haley, at Brendan Haley on Instagram and Brendo Hales on Twitter, also here at AfterBuzz TV. As you know, you can find me on Twitter at Tishana O. All right, guys, and I'm Jamie Gray. You can find me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J A I M I. Thank you for watching. We love you guys. Tune in next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.